Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Certainly appreciate you being with me again today, and I hope you're having a positive attitude like we talked about yesterday, because today I want to talk about having a positive self-image. You know, enough of the put-downs, because you know what? Again, I have been famous for that, especially with all this battle for my many years with weight and, and these things. I just, we've got to stop with the put-downs. So let's pray together, our Lord. We love you, O Lord. We pray that you would give us strength to be men and women of God. We would stand up for your truth. And God, that we would have a positive self-image about ourselves. That God, we would not just kick ourselves down all the time. Because people see that, Lord, and we know that. we You have made us, God. You have made us. And I pray, God, that we would just have that self-image that would, that would radiate you that people would see you in our self-image. And God, give us that strength to change the things that need to be changed and accept the things that need to be accepted. Lord, you are our God. We love you, and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You know, your mental picture of yourself determines the measure of confidence you bring, and your potential will be utilized. Yes, your mental picture determines the measure of confidence you bring. Maybe you're not bringing confidence at all because you have such a horrible mental picture. Folks, it is time to turn it around because you want to be used to the potential that God has laid out for you to be used at. He's going to use all of us differently. And most of you guys, like myself, we have a sphere of influence around us. Now, mine probably is much larger because I have a bunch of people in the church and a lot of other people around that you know, I certainly would have an influence on, I would think, and I hope it's positive. But you have your children, you have your family, you have your neighbors, you have your work associates. What are they seeing in you? What are they seeing in your self-image? What are they seeing in what you portray? Are you truly being that living witness that God has called you to be? Are you truly living for Jesus every day? I'm not telling you you're living perfect or you don't have struggles because it's through our struggles we were made strong, we find out in, in, in James. Psychologists say we, we use less than one-third of our potential. One-third. We are living at a 30, uh, up, up to a 33% rate. What if we raise that to over 50%, 17 to 20% more? Can you imagine the lives we touch? You know, self-image is built by day-to-day events. Every day in our lives, we start, you know, that develops who we are. But what we have to do is this, very simply, exercise the power of choice. Think about this. What will the decision I'm making today have effect on? What will it lead people to? What is it? You know, in John, in the three Johns, I love I love First John and uh, especially First John, but Second and Third John's good too. But Third John, chapter two, he says, "I pray that you may prosper in all things, that you may prosper in all things, folks. We need to prosper in all things. I want to prosper in all things, but I can't if I live with self." doubt. I can't if I struggle. So learn the power of dreams. I'm a dreamer. I dream a lot. And even I daydream about things. So what we need to do is imagine sometimes uh, some new things, some things that uh, 
that you what you know that you can be doing that things you know that you can make a difference in dream about how you can do that cultivate a burning desire to reach your dreams i have a dream to to run a business i have a dream to be successful in my church i have a dream to do all sorts of things but cultivate a burning desire to reach your dreams write your dreams down what are some of those things you have what are some of the things you desire to be I didn't know where God would have me years ago. Somebody once said to me, said, you're going to be a youth minister your whole life? And I said, you know, if that's what God calls me, that's what I'll do. But you know what? He didn't call me there. He called me out of youth ministry into pastoral ministry, to adult ministry, I call it. You know, and I, I, boy, I thought for a long time I'd be a youth minister a long, long time. Then I thought I'd be a basketball coach and a football coach and a teacher. But God had something in store for me. He wanted to be in pastoral ministry. And evidently, he wanted me to be on the radio because it's been about 15 years now that uh, Beth Schaefer is telling me that I've been on the radio. I guess he wanted me in the state house. I've been there 15 years. I didn't know. But you know what? God is fulfilling his dreams for me. He wanted to be used in the public and in the area of touching lives and trying to share good news with people. I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. God has blessed me. And you know, you make it through turmoils of life. You make it through situations because there are situations. You ever been falsely accused of something? That's the worst thing in the world when you can't do a thing about it, but somebody accused you of something. That happens in life to many, many people. But sometimes it's very deadly and very disasterful. And, and disasterful, <laughs> my new word here. Anyways, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. That's the Apostle Paul. Talking to the church of Corinth, that had a lot of struggles. But he said, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All is new. All is new in you. That's all you need for a little self-motivation is realize you're a new creation. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord, do that today. Say, Jesus, I love you. Forgive me. Walk with me. Be a part of my life. I want to be a new creation this day, and you will be a new creation today. Not only that, you'll be heaven-bound, which is going to be awesome. You know, you have at your disposal plenty of tools to make you great. You have the Word of God that just speaks boundless, boundless truths into you. My dad I read through the Word of God every day of his life the last Oh, many years of his life, 13, 14 years of life, he read the Bible every year straight through. But he had always not only read the Bible straight through, he'd read a proverb every day, one proverb every day. Uh, So he'd read a proverb. He read the book of Proverbs through, I don't know, hundreds of times. And the book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom, Solomon sharing wisdom from God. And my dad always said, hey, just read read a proverb. Let those things sink into your mind, into your heart. And, you know, it'll make a difference. See, life is an adventure. So we need to enjoy it and reach, reach, reach. Enjoy life. I want to enjoy life. I want to be happy. I want to do things that make a difference. So what do we need to do then? We need to set goals. Keep track. We need to set goals. Do you know they say only 3% of people write down their goals? And, folks, I got to admit, I'm not one of those 3%. I've done it sometimes, but here I'm talking about it, but it's something I've got to start doing. 
something that's heavy on my heart. I've got to start writing down goals. I've had mental goals, goals in my mind, what I want done. I have some goals for the church that I want done. I've shared them, but I haven't written them down. You know, write them down, crystallize them in your thinking so that you know exactly the way you're going and what's happening with that. But you know what? Understand that and, and make plans and deadlines too. Sometimes we don't live by plans and deadlines. We let something go on and on and on. Let's make some plans and deadlines and, and celebrate the victories when we reach those plans by our deadlines. Don't let me fool you though. You will face obstacles. But understand this, they're just temporary, just temporary. Learn from them. Learn from the obstacles that are before you and say, God, I am going to have this and I'm going to get this down. You know, we need to be self-motivated. We need to be goal-oriented. We need to be able to handle obstacles with intensity. We need to have a desire to do the very best we can all the time. You know, unwritten goals, listen to this. I read this this last week. Unwritten goals are hazy goals. They're easy to forget. People, I don't want to forget those things that are out there that I need to know. Things that will make a difference. You know, until you are dead, you're responsible for your own life. All right? Until you have gone to be at the Lord, you're responsible for your own life. Remember Matthew 25, 13 says, Nobody knows the day or the hour of Christ's return. Nobody knows, so in each day live for the glory of God. You know, there's a lot of types of goals you can do. There's short, short-range goals, you know, today to six months. Focus on your daily action type of goals. Then there's long-range goals, you know, from now into a lifetime. It expresses your purpose for life. And there's tangible goals, needs and wants, such as income, trips, family time, etc., etc., you know, and there's intangible goals, goals that affect your character and can be spiritual, they can be emotional, they can be mental, but there's all sorts of goals that can help you. Write down your goals, no matter how silly they seem. Stop listening to that voice that I said yesterday, that voice that says, I can't, because folks, you can. You can. You know, have a crystallized thinking about your goals. Have a plan. Have a burning desire. Have a confidence that you're going to succeed. I think a lot of churches don't succeed is because their leadership has no confidence. Their pastor has no confidence. In fact, pastors, they're just doing a job instead of trying to reach the world for Jesus and trying to make a difference. You know, do I have an iron will determination to do what's necessary to be successful? Do I have that determination? If you are willing to invest time, money, and effort required, then go after it. Go after your goals. Be willing to change to meet your goals. You know, you got personal goals. You got spiritual goals. You know, you've got, yeah, there's things out there that some of them are very realistic. Some of them are, uh, you know, and, and most of them are attainable. But you can't go after them unless you do something about it. You know, whatever your goal is, stick with it. Stick with it. Don't be detoured by your friends saying, you're not going to be able to do that. That's a bunch of nonsense. Goal setting takes your dreams and turns them into reality. God has some reality for you. God's going to use you. He's got big things for you. Listen, be obedient, 
spend time talking to your Heavenly Father. He loves you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.